I was competent. Are you really sure? You know, I, I, I told that when I say how is camping, people will start rushing to come and hit me. Rocky would now be stopping them and say, man, this camping was great. Eh? It was great. I'll be hearing some very, uh, yeah, I'll be very great testimony. I'll be hearing testimony of money. Amen. I like that part. Amen. Yeah. I testimony of money. Somebody, somebody told me that you're believing God to, to sow the first one million naira seed. And on the Thursday, the Thursday after carpeting, it's on a lot in our account of over a million naira. And the person cannot tell how the money came there or why the money was sent to glory to God. You know, I'm trying to, I don't want to put a he or she, so I'm just trying to just, so you cannot even imagine. So you cannot put an it. <laughs> Hold your spirit. <laughs> but I know, I, the person testimony touched me because I, I saw how the person was stretching to sow. And God dropped the money. Say amen. I know what I saw in the person. When that kind of body come into your hand, eh? Eh? <laughs> you must say, amen. Like Reverend said, this Christmas is going to be a good Christmas. Then you forget that you're supposed to sow a seed. Glory to God. Then there was somebody that was telling me of money that came into his account. And I said, say, I said, Reverend, I've not handled such money in my life. And I'll hear our own testimony. This year, I think, if my memory serves me right, I think people have told me testimony about, I think about 10, maybe 10 or 9 houses. It's, it's a year of houses, so amen. And better hook on to it as we enter into next year, amen. And uh, when I entered some of those houses, they were, they were, they were gigantic. Amen. And so, but I've never entered yet. But I've had. Don't you never say, my own, you, my own, my own is, my own is next. My own is next. Be a man of faith. Be a woman of faith. Say, my own is next. My, general, my own is next. You know now. You know, my own is next. Mine is next. Amen. Testimony of houses. Say, I receive. Once a while, it's good to say something that's happening. Amen. So you can. Sorry, let me just call. Let me call. When I enter, enter that house, I say, hmm. When you say, yes, when you say, yes. <laughs> when you say that, uh, you get house, you get house. You know that? We are, we are coming to a place that we are building mansions. So. That when we have camp in America, that hey, people can come and stay. Minister come and stay. I like what the Copelands did, right? That's how they started it. They said they wanted to get the house out of beat any hotel. And when they are bringing ministers to the gospel, they can come and stay. 
So it's not you have to maybe three bedroom, four bedroom, or literally a mansion. And Mr. can come and stay. Um, what this guy, one of the guy, he said literally his wife gets missing in the house. So he'll be asking the maid, where is my wife? But she's in the house. Tell anybody, believe I receive. I always say this thing. I say, I say, I say, when you see this kind of testimony happen, eh, rejoice. Eh? God is not your uncle. Eh? Is, is God your uncle? God is your father. The same way is Kenneth Copeland's father. The same way is Ada's father. The same way is uh, Ebe's father. The same way is Moyo's father. The same way all the people that are, have house. Amen. Doctor's father. I, mean, I, I, doctor's father. I, want, I think I want the first house we dedicated this year. They are following themselves. Doctor and the wife, they only some three houses. Say it's a year of a double. You know, I've told you some things about, about land and it's, God is not your uncle. It's my father. So who says when I'm taking next? That is the spirit. Amen. That is the spirit. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. So let's make a deal. Let me teach for 45 minutes, right? Is that? <laughs> That's an unbelieving amen. Father, <laughs> today you don't just believe I'll do 45 minutes. <laughs> you believe me? <laughs> okay. Let me teach for 45 minutes. So I'll still be considerate so that uh, we can live by around that 11, I think it's around 11, so 11, 15, 11, 13, we should be out of here. Amen. 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 I just continue from where I stopped. Amen. Please, do, do, I think all the messages are, I don't know whether all the messages are on, on the Telegram. Are all the messages on Telegram? But not all yet. Remaining six. Okay. But are all my own messages on Telegram? All my own idea. Oh, praise the Lord. It's not because I bribe them more. <laughs> now, please, I, I started, I did two of the messages before car meeting started. And I continue. So please, please, let us be noble like Pastor just said this morning. Let's go back and listen to it again and again. You know, before car meeting from Ghana, I was listening to car meeting message last year. And truly, it was as though, like Pastor Joe was saying, it was as though, was I really there? And I remember last year, even this year, there was nobody's test, like, session I missed. I was sitting down. During my wife's session, um, some of our members in Cardinal lost their sister. So I went out a little bit to talk to them. I called Reverend Mosi out. I, I think I was out for about just 10 minutes. I came back. I was going to ask her, I said, are you sure you follow my message? I can tell you what you preach. Because I did follow her message. But, when you go back and listen to it, it's as though you're just hearing it for the first time. And I think it's, it has to do with the, the anointing upon God's word. Right? The anointing upon God's word. It's different from a lecture you receive when you're in school. So please go back and listen to it. Uh, let me use uh, Prophet Moyo's words. Internalize it. 
Let's just let it become your own message. It's no more gone works message. It's now your own message. Look at how audacious Paul is saying, my gospel. He wasn't calling it, at a time came, Paul wasn't calling it the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul was calling it my gospel. It has become his own. It has become his own. So can we do that? Can we make this company messages our messages? Can you make Moses' messages your message? Amen. Next time you are telling it, you are even telling it in front of Moses as though you are the one that originated the message. And there's nothing wrong with that. One more thing before I start. Um, Kenneth um, Hagen invited Jerry Sabe to come with him. And Jerry Sabe said one of his, his high life in ministry ever. And this is what happened. Jezebel was preaching in a particular place. And he was preaching Kenneth Hagen's message. He has planned to preach. I was Kenneth Hagen's message. He had prepared it to preach. And before the, he came up, lo and behold, guess who came into the hall? Kenneth E. Hagen. And he came and sat down. And he said, thinking, God, he is here. I'm going to preach his message. I said, God didn't answer him as well. I've told you what to preach. A lot of time we to realize that it's not a pride to say, okay, let it be my message. That's why a lot of people get into error. If they just preach it and I like it, I carry it, I preach it. Copy and paste. Thank you, sir. Copyright from the Holy Ghost, period. So, um, Eventually, he yielded to God. It's good to yield to the Holy Ghost. And he preached the message. I think it was on faith. I can't remember. And when the message, and Papa Hagen was good, Papa Hagen came to him and said that, eh, I have never had it preached that way. I was so blessed. I walked out. He said, is he joking or what? It was his message. Then, for him to know he wasn't joking, some few weeks later, uh, Kenneth W. Hagen, Hagen, that is his son, called Jerusalem and said, that said that uh, he wanted to be one of the speakers in Camp Bethen. And that's how he came to preach in Camp Bethen. Amen. Yeah. He literally made that Kenneth E. Hagen's message his own message. When it came out of his spirit, he didn't bless the guy. And I tell you, Kenneth Hagen wasn't lying. And he wasn't trying to praise him. Say amen. amen. Glory to God. Let's um, open our Bible to the book of Corinthians. Um, uh, okay, okay, stop sending pictures to me. Just stop. That uh, it will be one place later. Glory to God. Second Corinthians twelve verse nine. Amen. So this is where we stopped. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ. May rest upon me. 
Glory to God. I feel like saying this. May the Lord has blessing on the reading. Amen. Say amen. amen. Grace. I tell you, grace is coin. Grace in the New Testament. I said it. I'm going to say it again. I'll continue. Grace in the New Testament is coin from her seed. What I like calling it her seed agape. Her seed in Hebrew, agape in the Greek. That's where grace you see in the New Testament is coming out of. I'm if you see Paul's writing. Amen. I talk about grace. He actually took it from the revelation of her seed. And I told you, I'll say it again, bear the reputation. You cannot really define her seed. I'm not, I'm not pronouncing it well, but then I'm doing my best. Amen. You can't really pronounce, I mean, <laughs> define her seed. Or like I like calling it Hasid Agape, outside covenant. Amen. Is God being kind to you? God helping you? God's power being released upon you? Now this is look at it. God's strength. Amen. Standing for you. Swallowing all your weaknesses, not because of anything you've done. Because you are in covenant with him. Yes, when we say that grace is unmerited favor, it's correct. But if you don't look at it as unmerited favor, you actually limit the meaning of grace in your life. It's unmerited favor, but it goes beyond that. God's strength standing for you. You see, in covenant, in covenant, it's, you cannot even establish a covenant outside strength and weaknesses. It's based on that. So, if we have like strength and like weaknesses, we are not supposed to be a covenant. That's why a man does not marry a man. Amen. And a woman doesn't marry a woman. I don't care what the world says. Amen. It's a freak of nature. I like what DV says. He says, even our dogs in the villages, the male dog don't go after the male dog. And the female dog don't go after the female dog. If animals have good sense, you can complete it, amen. Have you ever seen a cock pursuing another cock for, to meet a cock? Have you ever seen it? <laughs> They only fight themselves. But think about it. You know, when when DV said that, it makes a lot of sense to me. I've not seen a male dog pushing a male dog during mating season. It's a freak of nature. Because it's, it's, we're, it's, we're the same. But you see, a man can get married to a woman. Why? Because men are strong and have strength where women do not have strength. We may say amen first now. Amen. I'm still coming to your side. But it doesn't end there. Women have strength that men does not have. Amen. Men say amen. amen. What, are, what are you talking about? I mean, there's no, it's a lie. There's a lot of strength a woman, a woman has that you don't have. One, a woman has a womb. You don't have it. I like that. Bagam, he has a womb. You don't have it. So, in that area, you are weak. 
Human breast can bring out milk to feed the baby. Yours cannot. And don't let films like twins or junior, they call that film, deceive you. Amen. So you see, in that area, you are what? You are weak. Yeah, you could have the sperm, but you don't have the eggs. Call it the normal way. The local way. So, only with your sperm, you can never have a children. Or children. So you see, you are weak. But you see, when the two come together, all of the man's strength, sorry, all of the man's weakness is swallowed up in the lady's strength and vice versa. So the two, amen, two of your wives are not around, amen, the two, glory to God, become a front that can literally do the impossible. Are you still with me? Now, the act of Pastor D giving his strength to cover up Lara's weaknesses, right? And vice versa. That giving the strength to cover out Lara's weaknesses is what is called Hasid. Are you saying it? It's what it was Hasid. That is what they call, they call, they call it agape. So I call it love. There's, did you always stand to protect Lara? Whether Lara is right or wrong, doesn't matter. Are you still with me? I know. If I tell you now, you'll be signing against your wife. Who do you think I'm going to side? I mean, you're siding your wife. Who do you think I'm going to side? Are you side against for you? Who are you? No, truly. No, I just, I'm a very, very truthful person. I'm a very, just tell me. If my wife is wrong, I'll tell you. It's a lie. That love, that is the love that blinds it. That God doesn't see that when it comes to you. All I know is the person, this is the person I'm in covenant with. You cannot bring a case against me to God and win. No, you can't. You have to know that. You can't. I don't care how many mistakes I have made. You cannot bring a case against me with God and win. And with you also, if better know your stand. You say, who is he that bring a charge? Romans 8. Who is he that bring a charge against God's elect? It is Christ that died. Yeah, rather it is risen. Who is he? Covenant. I plan to go deep into grace. Now, this is what Paul right in his revelation coined out and called what grace. That act that God will give his strength for our weaknesses. Now, this is only the, this is only the exciting thing about the teaching, right? And my meditation. Okay, if covenant is based on strength and weakness, right? I can understand God's strength covering my own weakness. But this is the question. Where is God's weakness? That which strength do I have to give? And this is the beauty of it, right? God did it that. He need what? A man. He need a man here on earth. That's why he still needs 
our permit. A man of God said that prayer is giving God's permit to work on it. Amen. He still needs us to call upon him, for example, to do something on it. He's still looking for a man that will stand in the gap. In that area, he needs you. He still needs a man to preach the gospel. This gospel is preached by men. Men, generic now. By men, not angels. Ah, no, my, my own compassion is a very special one. An angel of the Lord came and spoke to me. No, 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 no. It started with a man. Because God ordained that a man preach it. So people have spoken to you, maybe you didn't even pay attention. Eh, plant that seed in your heart before you have that encounter with that angel. Make no mistake about it. When Paul had an encounter with Jesus himself on the road to Damascus, he said, what must I do to be saved? What did he say? He stand up and go to Jerusalem and you, it will be told, you'll be told what to do. Why didn't Jesus tell him there and then what to do? Because that is not his place. Men preach this gospel. Men anointed by him. That is, is too beautiful. That's why when the anointing come upon us to preach, he put us in a place. People are saved. People are healed. People are delivered. By hearing anointed declaration of the gospel. Amen. So you go back to what we are saying in the first service. Amen. That is where God needs our, our what? Our strength. It is, it is in that area that God is weak. He needs you to preach. Do you know that if all human on earth come to our agreement that we are not going to yield to God, God cannot operate on it. Now many of you are quiet. What is the truth? If we all say that we are not yielding to God, God is crippled on earth. The earth is, is his food too, but man operates with it. In the same way, if all of us, so all of us are not yielding to demonic forces, the devil cannot do anything on earth. Demon needs people to function because man is the one that has the right on earth here. <laughs> I, I say that if there are no people like Adolf Hitler, amen, yielding to those demonic forces, people like uh, um, all that one that the American kills some time ago. Osama bin Laden, right? Shakao, amen. And all, if there are no people like that yielding to those demonic forces, terrorism will not be able to do anything. But you need a man to yield to those spirits, both good and bad. How about you see that? Uh, you see that, and that's why we need to be very smart about it. You see that even even other religions they will seek for people. How about you see that they will seek for people in places in authority, political authority. This, those demonic forces and those uh, those religions seek for such people because that is where they can express their evil. And that is why also our heart also 
should be to people everywhere. Christians cannot say, that, ah, politicians. I, no, no, no. You, we, we, must reach, we must be the politician, those who have to be the politician, and we must reach out to the politicians. Am I hearing amen? Amen. Don't worry, whether they aspire or not, we say the truth. We reach out to the politician and establish the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ in Aso Villa. Put our flag there. You know, the gospel. This is we must. We're not going to say, you take the whole world, but give me Jesus. No. We have Jesus plus the world. We must think that way. And every opportunity to penetrate, every opportunity to bring the gospel to any of those people in, in, uh, in politics, in power, seize it. You are here for such a time as this. Seize it. You look at the look at look at um, like I said, I'm come back there. Look at the uh, actual apostle. Look at the conversion. Look at people that got saved. Bible Bible is a summary book, but look at the the one to one encounter that was was recorded. Masses got saved. Nothing wrong with that. Masses got saved, but you see. Paul's conversion was very important. It's all recorded. There may be other people that got saved. Maybe in a more spectacular way that was not recorded. But Paul, Paul had a very strong place with the law and his education and his status. His conversion was recorded. And his conversion had a very, very great impact on the gospel. And that person was the eunuch that came from Ethiopia. That was a very wealthy man. That was a politician. His conversion was recorded. God sent Philip, right? But I go into that desert place. And we learned a lot about the leading of the Spirit of God. From uh, that, because God knows that they go there, there's one guy passing. You join the chariot, preach the guy, get the guy born again. No, no, no. God just said, Go to the desert place. He left the revival going, he just went there. He didn't even know why he's in the desert place. A great revival. Now he was building a big church. <laughs> he leave this big church, I just go to the wilderness, not knowing where he was going to. He came there and he was just standing. And the chariot was passing, and the Holy Ghost said, Join this chariot. See, the leading of God is as you're, as you're obeying progressively. Smart guy, you know, some people just say, Holy Ghost said, Join this. I said, Hey, stop! You don't talk to leaders like that. Amen. They have protocols. If you just, hey, sorry, they may even shoot him, thinking that he's a terrorist trying to attack. Uh, the, uh, Oga, he just came close, amen. And the guy was reading Isaiah. You know, Oga said, Understand it? Thou what thou readest? King James, you understand what you are reading? <laughs> the master said, How can I understand it? And said, Somebody explained to me. 
tell me something. Is this guy, this prophet, is he talking about himself or about somebody else? So, so a guy can explain. Say you can explain. Uh, yeah. Boy, stop. Uh, sit down. The guy don't enter AC, uh, AC chariot, a convoy. And from, I would say from there, he preached what? Jesus. Jesus. Got the guy saved. Got the guy baptized. He vanished. The Bible says that the church says that the guy took the gospel to Ethiopia. Amen. Amen. It's very, very important. And the Bible recollect it. Why? Calling us. Yes, Acts 10. That was a military personnel. Amen. That is a military personnel. The Holy Ghost told Peter. First, angel appeared to him and said, send for Peter. Peter will not go. The Holy Ghost came and prepared Peter with a vision. Salvation came to that general's house. Salvation came to the Gentiles. If, if I read them, Bobby and them, uh, them Moyo, this is one of my major scriptures. I say, salvation came to the Gentiles, to a general. Yes, that's how it was the first Gentile, that is non-Jew, that God saved. A uniform man. Ah, I'll use that to promote uniform people. But I don't have uniform, so I'll stay in my own part. <laughs> Are you still with me? Grace. Mm-hmm. Let's go back. So in that area, amen. I know what I was saying. In that area, God needs you. God needs your body. Say amen. amen. God needs your mouth. Say amen. amen. God needs your hands. In that your business, God needs you to lay hands on people there. God needs you to open your mouth and from anything, from ah, and they say tie. Hey, how much is tie? From the tie. Take the talk to establishing Jesus. God needs your voice. Go back to first service. We are the great light in the darkness. God needs us to open our mouth and talk. We can't just keep quiet. And everybody, you'll be running things anyhow in the country. Open your mouth and give the answer. The answer is the gospel. Yes, they will kick me out of that office. Let them kick you out. God knows how to open other doors. Everybody's so quiet, amen. You can easily say that because you, you are not working for federal government. Maybe that's the reason why I'm not working for federal government. Glory to God. But you are there to be a voice for God. You are there to be the light of the gospel. You are a Christian. That is a soldier. You are not a soldier that come to church. You are a Christian politician. You are not a politician that go to church. Somebody say, "Hear me." 
I'm a Christian that preach. I'm first a Christian. I'm not a preacher. I say, I'm a preacher. They say, which I say, I'm a, a, a Christian preacher. No. I'm a Christian. You are first a Christian. I say, you are first a Christian. You are first a Christian. So anywhere you are, your light shines. God needs your body. Let's go back to what I'm saying. Covenant. Amen. So God's strength swallow up all our weaknesses. That is grace. Let's go back to our scripture. Paul, 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 this, this, um, this issue of Paul turning the flesh has been a great, great controversy in the body of Christ, I think, since Paul wrote it, in my own opinion. Amen. Glory to God. And people have a lot of things to say about Paul turning the flesh. Amen. I ain't going to go to that one. I want to talk about the grace here. But can we just go up a little bit? Can we go up to verse 7? Amen. Um, at least I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelations. There was given to me a thorn in the flesh. The messenger of Satan or Satan to do what? Buffet me. Literally to punch me. Least I should be exalted above what? Major. Move on. And for this thing I besought the Lord thrice that it might depart for me. Move on. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee. Oh, my grace is enough. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, it's not my job this morning to really explain what that tongue in the flesh is. Amen. But then, if you give me money outside service, I'll give you the knowledge. Glory to God. But this is my own job today. This is it. First, people have this uh, notion that Paul prayed three times and God did not answer him. I mean, when I mean, for when I was, from anywhere I was before I, I got serious with God and I started coming to church, there's that notion that Paul prayed three times. God did not answer him. Right? That's a lie. Right? Can somebody say Amen. Because to start with it, you must always interpret scripture right, in the light of other scripture. God, Jesus said plainly in John 16, verse 23, that anything you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. That cannot be a lie. I'll say that again. That cannot be a lie. Yeah. Let me say it one more time. Maybe somebody will hear. That cannot be a lie. So there's nothing you will ask the Father in the name of Jesus Christ that he will not give it to you. Let me try this side again. There is nothing you will ask the Father in the name of Jesus Christ that he will not give it to you. Amen. I know now your mind is thinking. I want you to think. There's nothing. Because that scripture cannot be a lie. I say, oh, well, you see, sometimes you ask God. He say, 
yes. Sometimes he say no. Sometimes he say wait. That is answering you. No, no, you are not in this that place very well. Please stay here. You are not in that place very well. Say anything. Ask the Father in my name. He will give it you. That is the answer there. So if I ask for ten thousand naira, He will give it me. There's nothing. You must resolve that. Listen, even when Jesus Christ spoke about this, he didn't say anything about faith here. John, don't leave this one, boy. You can open on your, on your scripture, on your Bible and say, John 16, 23. There's nothing about faith there. Anything you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. It told you, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. There's, it's so definite. So, have you established that in your heart? Now, let's go back here. So, there is no way that Paul would have prayed and God did not answer him. Amen. Now, God did answer. What, you, what people don't understand that there, what people don't understand that there, people don't understand the answer that God gave, that God, 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 God gave Paul. Now, by this time, Paul was already a mature person in the things of God. Revelations. He said, for the abundance of what? Revelations. So, this is not a new kid with a bicycle trying to see how the bicycle works. Amen. No, it's not. Now, this is that is matured in the things of God. He used the word, say, my grace, I'll come there, my grace is sufficient. Look, Paul was asking that God deal with a messenger of Satan that was buffeting him. Let's do my example again. Emmanuel, please come. You know, you're, you're, you're my guy now. You know, they try, they try, they try. You're my guy. <laughs> why you people laugh anytime you say that? We that we know, we know why we are laughing. You, they try, they try. So, since uh, Richard of Jackpa, Jackpa, he has been trying. This is now my, he has been trying. So, Oga Lucky, come, please, sir. Mm-hmm. So, Oga Lucky, just for example, say, this is the messenger of Satan buffeting. So you eh? yes. So you'll be you'll be you'll be canceling him like that. You see? Now Emmanuel is now telling me, Rev, deal with this guy. Messenger of Satan. I, I will not, we're not here to describe what that tongue in the flesh is. We know it's a messenger of Satan. No matter what you think it is. Whether it's eyes spending him or people fighting him, it's a messenger of Satan. Eh? Then, Emmanuel answered there, Rev, I'm, I'm God now. Rev, deal with this. If you are a small, mature Christian, it's just small, can't do something wrong with that request. Tell me, what is wrong with the request? Thank you. I have, in my dead burial and resurrection, gotten all authority over this guy and over every being. 
Also, in my death, burial, and resurrection, I have defeated this guy, not for myself, for him. Are you still with me? It is not my duty right now to deal with him. Use your authority. When he said, my grace is enough, that's what he's talking about. In grace, he has given him everything he needs to deal with this messenger of Satan that is buffeting him. He asked the first time, God said, you can deal with it. He asked the second time, God said, you can deal with it. Remember, I told you, this is not a young convert. This is not a young convert. This guy has abundance of revelation. We, 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 from his writing, we learn about our authority in Christ. The book of efficient. So he's saying that stand up. Amen. Stand up. Amen. And use your authority and put it back. <laughs> oh, that is a good record. <laughs> I want to say put it back in this place. <laughs> but that was a good one. Use your do you know that's all Paul needed to do. Just stand up in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Now, you can go back to your seat. You have more time. Thank you. Now, let's be for like, let's see. And I see that uh, Pastor Tunde's laughter. Boy, my whole this is that. See, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, eh? in reproaches, in necessity, in persecution, in distress. For Christ's sake. When, when, when this thing come, I say, come, 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 come. For why? For when you think I am weak, God's strength. I am strong. God's strength. When you think I am weak, amen. And I know who, who I am in Christ. Move on. You see, you see the linking. Move on. 11. Yes. I have become. Where did that start reading from? Seven. No, I've missed. Yeah, I've missed something. Or I've missed something. Yes, you missed nine. Go back. You missed nine. Go back. Go back. Go back to eight. Uh-huh. For this thing, I besought three times that it may depart from me. Now look at verse nine. That's where we are. And he said unto me, My grace is enough for thee. My grace is enough for me. You see, when you just think that grace is a merited favor, you miss it. Because people are just saying, he said, I have given you grace to endure all the buffeting. You are going to get from the devil. No. He is saying that in covenant, I have defeated the devil for you. The grace is that I have given you the name of Jesus Christ. All of you, use it and deal with him. Use and deal with him. For most gladly, therefore, I rather glory in my infirmity that the power of Christ may rest upon me. He's talking about grace here. We need, if you don't walk in the revelation of the grace that is, that is, is given to you, as you are growing mature, amen, the messenger of the devil will be perfecting you. In your finances, in your health, in your home, Amen. In your, in your ministry, in your business, the devil will be 
using you as a footmark. Can you see the punches that uh, Emmanuel was taking from uh, Lucky here? Because he has, he has not taken advantage of grace. He's not continuing his grace. He's there thinking that uh, I need to pray more. No, it's not a time to pray more. It's a time to use your authority. Now today, I'm not going to ask for your amen. So I give it another. I'm going to pray Christian. Glory to God. Play, play something for me. Right. Let's jump quickly. Time has finished. So fast. Let's go to um, Second Chronicles 20 from verse 14. I told that the grace was coined for mercy. Now look at something that happened here. Second Chronicles uh, 20. And this is an example of how you can take advantage. Amen. How you can step into the grace of God. Time has gone. You know the story, right? A, a king mightier had come against this guy. Threatened. And to, listen to me. A lot of times, things come against us. Amen. In our spiritual warfare, that seem to be so mightier than us. Situation that seems to be so big that you, you don't even know where to turn. Everyone, one way or the other, you, you come to that kind of place. And they, they were really, you are going to read all the way. I'm going, going to read when you go home, all day to 25. And, oh, they went to God. What are we going to go and do? Imagine the Old Testament. And while they were taking, one of the, one of the psalmists in their midst, right, rose up. The Spirit of God came upon him and he rose up and he prophesied. And one of the things he prophesied, I said, look, this battle is the Lord. Amen. You are going to do what? Stand still. Sir, is that not what we are talking about grace? You are going to stand still. This battle is of the Lord. And when they went to the Lord, they came together and they said, they, they said they, believe the Lord your God, so it shall be established. Believe the prophet. If can I just prophesy? That we don't even know his name. Believe the prophet. And you will prosper. Did. But he understood what the, the prophet said, or what God to the prophet have said. This battle is mine. The, he, he just said, Come on, it's true. We have a covenant partner. He fights for us. What did he do? He said, Oh, yeah, singers come. One of the people that rose up to you prophesied, I'm sure it's part of the just singers because one of the psalmists. The singers come. Oh, yeah. Come on. March in front. March in front of the army. It's very, very important. March in front of the army and be singing or be chanting. The Lord is good. His mercies endures forever. Put that on your mouth. Now, they are now calling on what? Mercy. They were now entreating the mercy of the Lord. Well, you see, this, this, is, this is what I really want to say. I've said it before. I really want to say it. It was in view, in front of the army, 
right? If all of them, the fighters, is what? Mercy. Mercy. Grace. Like we say in the New Testament. They were literally standing in mercy, standing in grace, going into the battle. Literally. Who have ever heard of you putting singers in front to go to a fight? Not with weapons, with instruments. But listen, it's a shadow and time. We need to look at it and see how it affects us in the New Testament and draw from it. The mercy of the Lord in view. What, what, right, right there, the covenant. What God in Christ has done for us. It reminds me of Hebrews 12. Looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. This is how we run the race. We have said it here a thousand times. This is how we run the race. Looking unto Jesus. Not looking onto your own strength. Not looking onto your own back account. Not looking onto your own ingenuity or the, uh, the, the how they call it, the quality you have gathered from the university or anywhere you have gathered them from. Or looking onto your own skills. No, looking onto Jesus. Because one who is physically mightier than you have come against you. You read the story down. Bible said, please, when you go and read it. When you read the story down, Bible said, and God, when they were coming, God sent ambushment against the enemy. I mean, I like this, man. the God that fight that there is no dust. For, just imagine that suddenly, right, those mighty people just started getting angry with themselves. And, and started killing themselves. If, 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 if God allows us to go back into time, you may surprise that it's one small thing that does not make any sense that causes a fight. Small thing. But God will so magnify it that just maybe, maybe I'm from this, I'm from this, I'm a champion of this, this fighter. I say champion of that fighter. And I was just passing, I was where you're back, and I mistakenly just brush him and his wine poured. I said, you look at what you have done. And I said, don't talk to me like that. And when I said, don't talk to me, my boy just said, bring that sword to guide me. I just, I just, I just like that. His own boy just rise up. Wine. All I can just say is, sorry. No, I just, hey, people are just talking. I just say, you, no, I, we are here together, but don't try me. I just say, look at this guy. You won't try me. Do you know why? Then, as we're just talking, somebody got mistakenly, maybe they, he was just holding his thing. He just mistakenly left it. Or maybe somebody just staggered and hit him. He just left his hand. That's how he walked past. He brought this guy. When that kid, that's all. He could not stop the fight. They killed every one of themselves. Read that place. Everyone was killed. Everyone. When the children of Israel came there, everyone was dead. They saw spoils that took them three days to gather. I prophesy to you in the name of Jesus Christ. 
I don't hear that amen very well. I prophesy to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Things have happened to you in this camp. Amen. Now is the time to gather as boys. Amen. It will take you three days to gather. It will take you three days to gather. I mean, you will gather. You will gather. You will gather. You will gather. Allah to just be coming. I become you will gather. You will gather. You will gather. Three days. I mean, maybe general tell us a little bit. When you see troops who are supposed to be fighting, gathering wealth, and it's taking them three days. These are not lazy people. Three days. The mercy of the Lord. Listen to me. When you entreat the mercy of God, we have been saying it, status will change. Yes. When you entreat the mercy of God, you will have sweatless victories. Sweatless victories that your spoils, guarding of your spoils, will take days to gather. Days to gather. The mercy of the Lord. You see, that is how they engage it. You see, it's all of them... They just do the mercy. They all keep saying it. Let's stand up saying, Lord, you are gracious to me. Lord, you are good to me. Your mercy endure forever. Let's see the fight that is God's own fight. You see this happening in the Old Testament time and again. The, the children of Israel came by the Red Sea, right? The soldiers were behind them. These are soldiers that have not lost any battle. They were war power. Egypt then. They were war power. I'm, I'm sure they, maybe this generation who are now, who are now even soldiers fighting now, they cannot even remember when there was no they can't even get a story of how they ever lost a battle. Moses even led them when he was a prince in Egypt. In conquering nations. Oh, look at them being released against the children of Israel. That for three, two or three hundred years, were slaves. This one there, their great grandfather was a slave. Their father, their grandfather was a father is a slave. They, they, are, they are born into slavery. They do, it's only slavery they know. They don't mention about fighting. And in front of them, the Red Sea. <laughs> they, they panic. They will panic. They panic. God spoke to Moses. Even Moses panicked. God spoke to Moses. God said, they tell them, stand still. That is it. Stand still. Then you will see the salvation of the Lord. First, you have to do what? Stand still. So fretting. Stand still. Stand still in the grace of God. You know, that's how you stand. Say, Lord, I'm standing in your works. <laughs> if I perish, I perish. But you will not perish. You will not perish. Stand still. See the Egyptian that you see today, you see them again no more. And then somebody said during the campaign, and God began to fight for them. I know when God fights for you, it is interesting. First, the wheels of their chariot blew off. Blew off. Yet, amen. They were still coming. <laughs> oh, the east wind came. Glory to God. And blew all through the night. Meaning that eh, they saw the, the doors coming on. God so slowed them down. Eh, they couldn't meet up with them. All through the night. 
the wind blew. All through the night. All through the night. Turn to someone outside. The wind has changed direction to favor me. Come on, let me, let me hear you in Sokoto. Say the wind has changed direction to favor me. All through the night. Ah, you need to go and sleep. Oh, you need to go and sleep. Oh, you need to go and sleep for the wind is blowing for you. Stand still. Do what grace only grace can do. All through the night, the rest is parted. The rest is parted and frozen on each side. What a God we serve. God told the children of Israel, begin to march. Remember, somebody was saying during camp, some of them were, they were elderly people, they were children. They had their animals with them. You know, all this chicken and uh, tortoise, and you know how to make them move. But they were all moving, though. They were all moving. Yet, with all the children and everybody dragging the old people, these people with their chariot could not meet up. But they all crossed about 2.5 million people. Right, all crossed with their animals, with the gold they were carrying. Remember, right? So they were. They said the list was about is it eighteen? No, eighteen or twenty something. Camel of you can imagine the world if we were carrying crossing the Red Sea. Every one of them crossed. God still slowed these guys down. They could not catch up with them. They came and began to drag. I'm sure those horses were have been complaining. Flogging them, they were still dragging them, dragging them through that red sea, dragging them, dragging them. And God have a good sense of humor. When the Egyptian was right, the last one was right in the middle of the Red Sea. God told Moses, stretch forth your rod over the sea. <laughs> it took all night for it to separate, but it's not going to take all night. For it to collapse. Frozen solid. Frozen solid. Suddenly like that. Everything became what? Liquid. You fell upon them. Right? Every one of them drowned. Plus their horses. Everything drowned. And the road was closed. <laughs> the portal was closed. <laughs> hey, the road was closed. Suddenly, they were on the other side of the Egyptians. Their soldiers had died. The gold forever became theirs. First, remember it was a borrowed gold. When the water covered, it was theirs. That is what, that is what, the mercy of the Lord. No, I, I expected a better amen. That is the mercy of the Lord. I know I have time to read that. I, I couldn't even read this part. But when you go home, read Psalm 136. You see what grace does. And it, it, you enter, thank you, sir. It will enter some things that Moyo was telling us, Prophet Moyo was telling us during the program. You will see what grace does. He said he slew famous kings for his mercy. Endure forever. And I will say he's love endures forever. This is grace. He stand and do what? And fight for you. He will, he will, he will exchange your life. He will, no, you are not dying. You die. Bam. 
Somebody said, is that fair? Hey, I want you to come to that place. When they come to grace, it is not fair. Covenant is not fair. Because, ah, no, 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 you just put it back. Someone just said, whoop, but it's gone. They just save. But why will he do that? That is, that is what? Grace. Because he started with his own life. His own life. And listen to me. If he can give his own life to save yours, he can give any life to save yours. That is grace. Amen. He will feed you for his mercy and your forever. He will lift you up for his mercy and your forever. He will give you a crown of glory for his mercy and your forever. He will make a path for you, a way for you where there seems to be no way. A way right to the Red Sea. Because what? His mercy endure forever. He will cause food to come from a clear sky. Food will come down for you. Why? Because his mercy endure forever. He will cause you to inherit gold that you do not work for. Why? For his mercy endure forever. I don't know whether God will allow me to come to this message again here. But then, Go to Psalm 33. Go to Psalm 44. And read them. You see God fighting. Let's read Psalm 44. Let's do the 44. Let's do the 33. Let's do the 44. Let's turn to our faith. I've had 15 minutes. That is two pastor. Two days unbelief. Amen. <laughs> Forgive me today, but I must put the blame upon you. Amen. <laughs> uh, we have heard with our ears, oh God, our father have told us what work that did in their days. The work that God did. The work that God did. He's the one that fight for us. We stand still. It's not the work that we, we do, we will do, or we are going to do. It's the work that God did. Move on, please. Quickly, quickly. Two. Two. How does this driver the hidden? With their hands. Can you see? He drive, he drove out people and planted them. How does this afflict the people and cast them out? He afflicted people. Oh, you know why I'm laughing? Because I can see that in this Christmas season, some people are going to be afflicted so that we can enjoy. That would not look like a very powerful thing to say. <laughs> That's going to happen. Amen. Mercy is not fair. Amen. Say amen to that. Amen. He afflicted people. Had that, and they got not the land in possession by their sword. It's not your strength. Neither did their own arm save them. But their right arm, thy arm, and the light of thy countenance. Because thou had a favor unto them. Has seed you have seed them, you agape them. I will put in the new testament, you are gracious to them. Lift up your hands and give him thanks for his mercy. My own, with the help of the Holy Ghost, is to paint this picture graphically in your heart. Then yours is to carry it around with it. Amen. Just carry it around with it. There was yes, there were these things the children of Israel did. They have to stand still. Yeah, they have to learn to just believe. They they have to just keep putting, keep chanting it. The Lord is good; His mercy endure forever. Then the ambushment came. They did something. 
they stood still. Give him thanks. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Open your mouth and give him praise. I want to hear you. I want to hear you. I want to hear you. When they were saying the Lord is good and his mercy and joyful, people were hearing them. They are not whispering it. I don't go back home and be whispering the gospel. Say it out loud. Let them hear you from the mountain top to the valley below. That is how it's supposed to be. Let them hear you from the mountain top. Glory to God. God, you are good to me. Your mercy endure forever. God, you are good to me. Your mercy endure forever. God, you are good to me. Your mercy endure forever. God, you are good to me. Your mercy endure forever. God, you are good to me. Your mercy endure forever. God, you are good to me. Your mercy endure forever. God, you are good to me. Your mercy endure forever. Give me Lord a shout. God, you are good to me. He is mindful of me. I told you guys testimony. I told you about no shared when you were speaking, but she didn't. Right? Believing God to, to, to get a house in the UK. Right? Putting our money together and everything. And they wanted anybody to sign to be partner for her, her work. I said, I look at your big name, partner. So I asked, yeah, it's good though, you are not a partner. I'm not more working here. So, uh-huh, me, I, my, my Jewish thinking. Fell aside my language. I said, uh-huh, 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 if you are a partner, what is the is ego benefit? It's my Jewish thinking. He said, he doesn't know that. Uh, I said, ah, responsibility increase. If O'Connor increase, I don't know because she was asking me. So when we're in the US in the in the, in the, um, in June, right? They contacted her and said, uh, if she will sign and become a partner, uh, that money for the house they will give. Uh, <laughs> I said that. Uh, told me, I said, have you signed? <laughs> He said, well, I wanted to talk to you first. <laughs> Glory to God. When the guy was tell, I said, well, well, have you dropped the money in your account? He said, they are still processing it. You know, it takes. I said, when they come to money, can train and uh, it's your process. Like, he said, no, everything is working out. Sir, that is the mercy of the Lord. That is a favor of God. For her signature. Amen. That deposit money we needed ah, for our signature. Ah, we take. That is the mercy of the Lord. When I look at it, ah, we have been we have been trying to put money together. But then we have there are things there are things to be done, and there are seed to sow. So that we put the money, we sow some seed, we put the money. Sometimes I say, no, God, it's not a time to sow seed. <laughs> we have sown seed. Let us save it. Well, you see, God, God is working for us. The God factor, thank you. God is saying, just stand still, Arame, and see my salvation. Stand in my grace and see my salvation. I'll fight for you. 
Let me tell you something. Then. There are some stupid money people are using for your stupid will. Eh? These are some of these drug dealers. They are your, you, 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 stupid things. Do some politicians, stupid things. But sir, you just did one angel. Do you go and you do the Bhutanese backhand with your head? Pow! Yes, sir. Deji. Deji. Um, uh, with 50 million dollars, we're okay. It will happen, though. Okay. Uh, okay, people are looking for where to drop their money right now. <laughs> we are available. It will happen. You have to you see. Listen, you have to just believe and entreat the mercy of God. If you are thinking that they are, ah, whatever, those are dirty money. Those are dirty money. Okay, oh. okay. Oh. Money doesn't money doesn't change your personality. Oh. Right, money is an amplifier, and money carry you don't carry on the uh, personality of money. Money carry on your own personality. So, if money is in the hand of a bad man, it's a bad money. It will do bad things. If the money is in the hand of a good man, the money will do what good things. As money came into some of you hand, maybe you you did good things when competing. Say amen now. Amen. Glory to God. We are still going to give us some things this morning. The remaining things. It's money that money. We didn't go to the market. They just give, oh, you guys are your blessing man. Oh, you guys are just very good. Just take, 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 take. You have a foundation. You just, just say, ah, just take. No. But just imagine what the foundation is doing. The student, the student that they are training and everything. Do you imagine if you just carry another fifty million dollars and give this foundation? More students will be off the streets. They will be there in school. Um, the way I even know Bobby, I'm sure he will build one estate and give people house free because it's in the hand of a good man. The mercy of God. But I'm going to cry message. Uh, I go shout, Lord, have mercy on me seven times. Then, general, we lead us in breaking up bread. Are you ready? Are you really ready to entreat the mercy of God? You don't look ready to me. You are, you are still sleeping. Are you really ready to entreat the mercy of God? So, let's do it. Ready? Go. Jesus, that son of David, have mercy on me. Again, Jesus, that son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, that son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, that son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, that son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, that son of David, have mercy on me. One more time. Jesus.